Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today we hear somebody stepping forward and telling their school about their entitled parents. But first, parents want me to buy slash co-own house with them out of state. As the title suggests, my father wants and is expecting me to sign off on a grant for a home that's out of state. They live a few states away and are admittedly under the impression I'm on board with this. Admittedly, I'm terrible at saying no, but especially so to my dad, and have no idea how to do so without listening to him for two hours trying to convince me otherwise over the phone. I think he wants the best for me and sees it as a good thing for me to own property with him but it's also like he's simultaneously molding my life per his standards. My career has only very recently started picking up traction, and if I go through with this, it'll all be for nothing. Again, what would be the best way to say no to him after I've passively agreed to this whole plan for the past year? As long as it hasn't gone down, as long as there's nothing that's been signed, the best way to handle it in my opinion is just to call them up and say this whole time you've really not been feeling too confident about it and then you don't want to do it. You could even say you respect them, you love them, I know you think it's best for me but I just don't want to. If they can't respect that, then you should know that there's more issues at hand. Also hi, I'm Steven and if you just can't get enough hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Wants Custody of My Kid In Case Something Happens. So the title says it all, My mother decides she wants custody of my child if something were to happen to me. This came up because I told her I was going to move away and to my 8 year friend and now newly boyfriend's house. And him and I have spoken about it due to mental health issues caused by my mother as well as declining physical health. Due to how emotionally unavailable she can be, I don't want my daughter to grow up around her. She doesn't care about my emotions. Why would she care about my daughter's? My friend and I have planned that if something happens to me, my daughter is to go to him. I'm a single parent and the biological father hasn't spoken to me about the child support, let alone custody. His mother wants us to co-parent, which I refuse due to him using me as an object to have his way with. So I don't trust him to parent my child. For some backstory and examples of my mother's nature, If you hurt yourself, she wouldn't show any care or kindness. She would instead say, you're fine. If you were upset, she wouldn't bat an eye and she would instead say, what's wrong now? In an extremely condescending tone that would make you feel like your emotions don't matter. She does not trust her children and has even given me trust issues and PTSD when my uncle lost his medication and she immediately assumed me, the child who doesn't get into trouble but instead takes the blame for my brother's doing as her punishments would be seen as a reason for CPS to take us away. I'm an adult at 21 and she's telling me when I'm freaking out, worried for my puking sick two-year-old child whom I'm the only one who takes care of her that I don't know how to parent. Another example of her nature is if you're sick, she would rather you stay home than take you to the doctors for medicine. She's even done this when my daughter was one and had the flu along with her mom. She however took my brother to the doctors because it affected his learning. 
She would also force us to clean despite how dangerous it would be and how badly it would scare us. Like, for example, when I was little, she would force me to clean a ledge 15 feet high when I was 6, despite me shaking horrified of falling down. She wouldn't watch as I did this and would sit down across the room to supervise while I had a panic attack afraid to fall. She would even scream at me and pick me up putting me on the ledge by force if I refused. I honestly don't know how to approach the situation as it is and I'm looking for a different view on the topic. I want to put my daughter with someone I trust but my mother makes a point of my daughter being taken by the biological father. I'm worried she's right but I'm afraid of my daughter growing up in the same heck I grew up in. Sorry if the story's all jumbled up. I have memory problems so I typed as it came up. 100% I think the mom should not be entitled to any kind of custody if something does happen and I think the best way to make sure that's enforced is by legal means and getting it documented. So finding a family law lawyer and getting that officialized and put down on paper so god forbid something does happen. Your entitled mother and the biological father should be crossed out or at least heavily influenced against being able to just get access to the kid. Our next story is so entitled that she controls their lives. My mother always put me and my siblings second in her priorities. She and my dad divorced when I was 7 years old. At the age of 15, she and my older sibling pulled the plug on my father forever. At 21, I tried to put an end to things. The reason is my mother's partner's harassment towards me and my mother's choice to believe him. I left home and went to try and make a better life for myself, started university, met my future wife, and also developed as a person. I truly lived, except for one aspect, family. It's been 18 years since I last spoke to my dad and at my grandmother's funeral last month, we met again chatted and caught up with one another it was so natural and since then we've been talking almost every day thanks to that i learned that my mother was actually extremely manipulative towards him and us her kids she was very careful with me never sharing a thing with me but telling my siblings every little darn thing i shared with her in private she used everything she could use to force me to stay with them despite me explaining to her that I have PTSD due to my childhood under her roof. She controls both of my siblings to this day, feeding them lies about me while trying to get me back to her. Recently, I was forced to ask her for financial aid, and she gave me an ultimatum. Come back and talk to us, or else I'm not helping. I refused. Honestly, I'll know I'll be just fine. But to her, I said, I'd rather sit in jail than get helped by you. My wife said to me, You did it. You broke the cycle. I'm glad to have my dad back after 18 years apart. He and I are extremely similar. Regarding dear mother, I hope to see her again in court. Wish me luck. It's always nice just to hear a story of somebody getting out of the grips of somebody that is entitled and relentlessly controlling. It's a scary thing to finally free yourself from the puppeteer constantly pulling the strings throughout your entire life up to that point. This next story is, I refuse to talk to my mother about anything now. So recently, my trans, male 15, mom has gotten back together with her ex-girlfriend. It's kinda complicated, but my parents are married legally, but romantically, they have absolutely no sort of love for each other. We moved into a new house in a new small town. We also had our car break down, so we can't go to any stores. We're on the outside of the town, so it's a long way to walk. We've been instacarting meals here, but we're still broke so $300 for three meals isn't gonna work. 
We were supposed to get a mechanic to come and fix our truck. He came over and got the money, but he just broke our truck more. My mom broke down and cried because she couldn't get any help at all. I asked her to call Emma since I know she'd be closer and would help us at the drop of a pin. My mom said that she can't because her girlfriend, who we'll call Emily, will get jealous and break up with her. Now I'm no expert in romance or love, but I think that's weird. Like let's say I'm dating someone who has three kids and they need food ASAP. I'd let them call anyone that'll help them, either that be me or a friend. I asked her to elaborate on this and she said that Emma asked my mom out while her and Emily were on a break. Now Emily thinks that if my mother even sees Emma, they'll cheat on her and leave her. Me and my mom later got into sort of a fight about this because I said that this isn't normal and her stopping my mom is controlling, no matter the reason. She just called me slurs. I'm mixed, my mom's white and my dad's black. Yeah, she even said the n-word and said that I don't know what I'm talking about. To me, it's just like what she complained what my dad does. Now I haven't been talking to her because it feels like she's again choosing her girlfriend over us, her kids. I'd usually never care about her relationships, but this is making it so my siblings have it harder to eat dinners. She of course is mad and disappointed in me, saying, I don't understand why you're so mad at me. It's my life, and dead name is acting like I just hurt her. She constantly deadnames me and uses the wrong pronouns, no matter how much I ask for her to use he, him. She's constantly calling me a jerk and that I'm overreacting, but I feel like I have my rights to be mad. She constantly asks me how I feel about her girlfriend, but if I say the wrong opinion, I'm disrespectful. What's the point of saying my opinion if she won't listen? So I won't say anything till she wants to listen. Simple. And I'ma be completely honest, my dad agrees with me on this. My mom says it's because he's jealous of their relationship, but he says he sees the same thing. I'm gonna be honest, if your parents are failing as parents and not feeding the kids properly, not taking care of them, it might be worth trying to report it to some kind of authority. I mean, I know it's scary and you don't want to break up your family, but you either try and get some help or you let everybody suffer. Our next story is praying over the dying. I started using TikTok roughly two years ago and had no idea what I was doing. Some days I still don't. Anyway, I post about multiple topics, whatever sparks my interest. After making a post speaking out against toxic masculinity, my wife brought it to my attention that a few of my family members, who made no effort to disguise their real names while I did, had started following my page. I didn't bring it up, thinking that if they had a reason, either positive or negative, to discuss it with me, they would. Nothing for months, so I don't worry about it. Until I had stitched a video with a mutual who deals with end-of-life care as a profession. For anyone who isn't aware, stitching is when you use a portion of someone else's video to make your own. In this video, she reenacted a situation about a patient who had made it abundantly clear that they were an atheist. She walks into their room and one of the other employees at this facility was actively praying over this patient, despite their wishes to be left alone. I offered my opinion that the wishes of someone who's on death's doorstep should be honored and respected. Not long after making that video, my wife and I were having lunch with my parents, who are both medical professionals and have dealt with death. My mom admitted to knowing about my account, and while she said she respected my enthusiasm and arguments on every other video of mine that she'd seen, as a Christian, she couldn't agree with me on that one. Here's my issue. 
I believe with 99.9% certainty that if she were in the same position as the dying patient, she would absolutely protest if someone of a faith not her own started praying over her and request that person be removed. I didn't say this during our conversation, but the hypocrisy has not sat right with me since. My wife, who supports my viewpoints, did her best to remind my parents of the number of followers my page has, and that's gotta mean something. If it were you, how would you react in that situation? Would you accept that someone cared enough to pray over you as you lay dying regardless of their faith? Would you ask that your wishes and your faith be respected, or would you not care? I think your answers are definitely going to vary depending on the person. Personally, I feel like if I was on my deathbed, somebody's praying over me in a religion that I don't necessarily believe in or subscribe to, my only thought would maybe be we're wasting time on this when I could have relatives here or I could have some other form of comfort going on like I could be playing a game or watching a movie or something. If they're just quietly praying over me though, I don't think I would really be that bothered. In fact, if they're just silently doing it, I might even appreciate it, you know? I mean, who knows what truly can happen after the end? Wishes should be respected though. This next story is, this is not my first post here, but this is the most complicated mess I'm in that I never thought one could be in. To start with, my grandma died early this year. She wasn't the greatest person to ever live, but she did give my brother and I some inheritance. And when my grandma died from her liver collapse, my grandpa was somewhat emotional. And then a few months later, he got a girlfriend. Before I start on what my parents' reactions were, I must start on who they are. My mother's a teacher who has for many years verbally abused me, would get upset when I didn't tell her what she wanted to hear. She would take stuff away if I didn't agree with her political views and would keep saying that they stole Trump's presidency. She's a QAnoner that thinks that lizard people put gay juice into women's birth control. She also had COVID juice that helps with the COVID she had at the time. She's very much a hardcore conservative. My father, on the other hand, S. Aid, is a donkey of a human, and he's also a QAnoner in name, not spirit. He's hooked up with a minor long ago, and when drunk, does stupid stuff. Well, back to current day. Like I said, my grandfather's dating a woman his age after the death of his wife and won't shut the heck up about how his, my grandmother, wife was a crap show and his girlfriend is God's gift to the world. My dad works for him. My mother's been having a fit over it due to the fact that I was in shock when my grandfather, his girlfriend, and us were at the table. My mom thinks I was disgusted by it, but it was more of an unexpected thing. After that, I never took note of the situation because I really didn't give a flying freak what they did because I'm kind of a hermit anyways, so it really didn't affect me. Today though, my mom threatened me to take my car away and make me walk to school from her school if I didn't say what I wanted to say, which felt like more of a tell me what I want to hear or else I'll delete your life from the face of the earth and also threatening me with having to do Thanksgiving with them for some odd reason. And well... I just said what she wanted me to say so she could use it in her argument. And then I told my dad the truth of what and how I feel like I have to choose a side on which neither side is good and I just don't want to give a crap and would rather do anything else but choose a side where I go with my mom who wants to control how I think or my dad who's screwed up in the head. This is 100 million percent the kind of living situation where if you have no other option, 
You play by their rules as best as you can, even if you don't truly mean it. And on the low, you keep grinding hard to get yourself out of that situation, and then as soon as you can, you cut that off and you don't even look back. I mean, regardless of political beliefs, it's just the controlling and abusive behavior. Our next story is, update, I told my school how my parents treat me. So, good news and bad news? Let's start with good news. The date of my move away from my entitled creepy stepdad to my dad's has been pushed to the 15th of December this year. Not long at all. Two, the stepdad story had been sorted. I haven't gotten an update yet, but I hope I'll be fine. Three, my life has improved a little bit, I guess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bad news, number one, my stepdad's been acting worse than usual lately. Two, my mom's acting suspicious. And three, I'm having anxiety about everything. Let's elaborate now. The good news is self-explanatory. Point three is just mental health wise. I sorted out my sleeping schedule, except tonight it got ruined again because I've been overthinking for the past two hours. My stepdad has decided that because I'm moving out, I don't need Wi-Fi or respect anymore. I have data, thank God though, but my SIM card expires in December. He also has decided that everything since the situation that's come out of my mouth is a lie. For example, I was downstairs and was invited to sit on the couch with mom and stepdad, but mom was laying on one part of the L-shaped couch, stepdad on the other. I said, there's no room. So mom sat up, I sat down, stepdad says, stop spreading lies. Like what? There wasn't room. He also started accusing me of abusing our dogs. I love these dogs. B, a six-year-old, and R, a one-year-old, with my entire heart. I've had B since I was six or seven. I'm going to have to leave him soon after the six years I've had with him. I would never dream of touching them unless it's giving them love. But now I turned a camera around in the kitchen because stepdad is always watching me through it. He says it's for the dogs, but he's only ever used it when I'm in there. Confirmed by mum, who wouldn't say a bad thing about him unless it was definitely true. And he told me, turn it back around unless you have something to hide, like what you're doing to those dogs. Another occasion, the dogs were playing when B whimpered, which scared R and he whimpered. I laughed because it was funny, how R whimpered just because B did. Stepdad yells, get away from those dogs, stupid girl. I'm sat at the table eating my dinner. I could probably ask mum for the camera recording if anyone doesn't believe me. I'm genuinely disgusted by these accusations. I would never hurt these dogs. They're the only reason I've stuck around so long. Two, weirdly, mum hasn't given me any updates on the social services thing, and school has said they never contacted them. I'm like 80% sure she was lying to make me feel bad and tell the school I was lying or something like that, but I stood my ground, obviously. And now she's been acting weirdly kind to me. 
She talks to me, lets me bring the dogs upstairs, which has been a major no-no for the six years we've had B, and stuff like that. And I think I know why, and it's working. I think she's trying to guilt me into not leaving because she'll miss me. She's an amazing manipulator. She can fake cry with the snap of her fingers. She's done stuff before, where she accused my dad of buying ladies of the night, and she was fake crying all over the place in a restaurant in public to make me feel bad. How do I know she was faking? As soon as she remembered that she had a baby with her, she was completely different, giggling with him, playing with him, etc. And now she's guilting me to try and get me to stay, because my dad pays her 150 British pounds a month for maintenance and she likes money. I've been having anxiety and my brain is saying, don't leave after all she's done for you, but I know it's dumb. I'm trying to fight back, I really am, but it's hard. I have an amazing life lined up for me with my dad, a nicer school, piano lessons that he wants to pay for, and he wants me to engage in sports, tutoring, and even therapy. My mom couldn't even get me to the dentist, and so I never got the retainer that I desperately needed. But still, my brain is saying, she's doing her best, stay, and I feel so bad. I can't believe I'm losing sleep over this manipulative witch. Also, she booked a holiday that's on the date of my move. We go on holiday the 12th to 16th, I'm pretty sure. Move is on the 15th, and I'm missing a week of school for it. I'm pretty pissed off. I'm already really behind in school. My dad agrees it's a bad idea. So to add a little bit more context, their stepdad would walk in on OP while they were changing. He would yell at her and their mom would just go along with it. They wouldn't try to fight against it. They wouldn't stand up for her. I think OP needs to get out of there and get to a better situation with their dad that it clearly seems to be. It sucks leaving somebody that you think at least minorly cares about you, and it's especially heartbreaking to have to move away from the dogs, but life is short and trust me, you do not want to regret spending these years of your developmental years with these people. Our next story is, hey, so this is a weird one, it's actually my grandparents anyway. Hey, so this happened a few months ago. Anyway, when I was 14, my parents decided to get a divorce, still going on. So my grandparents were trying to get info out of me to use in court against my dad. And they were so bubble wrapping and wouldn't give me any space at all. So one time they were trying to get info. I got frustrated by all the questions and all that. So I went to a different room and my grandpa followed. And after we entered the same room as me, he said, you know, you're the reason your mom's on meds. I was in complete and utter shock and I left the house after that. So I didn't speak to them for around two months. But when they came to apologize, they gave the most half-hearted apology I've ever heard. And they flipped it around on me at the time by saying, I'm sorry if you felt that way. So my mind is in a mess right now. And I need to know, was I right to do what I did? If somebody's trying to get information out of you, literally walking in and saying you're the reason all these problems exist is not the way that you're going to get information out of them. Opie's not in the wrong for walking away from that. In fact, I think that's a very mature and reasonable reaction. Our next story is, they really keep putting me into their arguments. Okay, so I, male 15, have to deal with another darn argument between my parents. Basically, my parents never loved each other. They only got together because they accidentally had me. So my whole dang life, I've had to deal with their petty freaking arguments. All the time, I'd be in the middle because of them. And on the end, I'd have to be there for my mom. 
At this point, I'm honestly tired of the BS. Like, they obviously don't love each other, just get a darn divorce. Anyway, so today, my mom brought her girlfriend over. To be honest, I've given up asking her not to because I hate new people around. But whatever, I stayed in my room all day. Towards the end of the night, I got the kids to bed and everything. Quick thing to add, we just moved into a new house, and in this house, I'm next to the bathroom, and my mom's sleeping in the living room till we get another air conditioner for her room. I'm also near the living room, and my room came without any door, so I can hear everything. I start texting my mom, asking her for an air mattress patch, because my dog broke mine. She then texted me back, and I quote, What do you hear from two totally fully dressed adults? And when I tell you a tear ran down my face? Disgusting. I don't know why she'd say that to a 15 year old, but whatever. I was getting ready for bed trying to get comfortable and they started doing it in the bathroom. Now I gotta hear that BS. Like two or so hours later my dad calls me. I'm thinking he's trying to say goodnight to me or something. My dad's a truck driver, he delivers all around the USA always in different time zones. No, he calls me to ask me to make sure my mom's girlfriend's name isn't at our house. Now, the thing is, my mom always tells me to lie to my dad when she's here. A bit of backstory to understand why. So, my dad is extremely jealous and stuff, because he lost his wife to a woman. He refused to get a divorce for us, so whenever she was around in the past, he would go to the extreme Like, my guy got angry and bulleted up the house once. That's how bad it is. Back to today, so I can't lie to my dad because I'll get my stuff taken away. And I ain't gonna snitch because I'll get my stuff taken away and possibly get smacked in the mouth and two snitches get stitches and no way in heck. Also, I don't feel like getting on their relationship problems again. Of course, I get in the middle of it because why not? So I say, I'll just have mom call you. And I knocked on the door. I say to my mom, Mom, Dad wants to talk to you. Y'all gonna fight. I'm not taking one for the team this time. And walk to my room. They start fighting. All I know is he threatened her. She said she can do whatever she wanted, blah, blah, blah. Just get the darn divorce. He hung up and I guess now is coming home or something. And she's crying. I'm gonna have a long night now because I gotta be there for her. Honestly, I'm 15, colorblind and need glasses, and even I can see that this relationship is full of red flags and is just going into flames. Like, yeah, okay, stay together for the kids, whatever, I don't care, but come on, guys. If you're gonna do that, you're gonna need some sort of communication. My dad needs to learn to move on, and my mom needs to learn he still isn't comfortable with her bringing people around as kids. Like, we aren't just hers, we're his too. They both need to also stop bringing me into this too. I'm 15 and I'm giving better relationship advice than them. I should be a couple's therapist. Anyways, what I'm saying is they're both in the wrong. And I'm tired of this. If you don't love each other, just end it. You're both gonna make us, my younger siblings mostly, think this is a normal relationship and live just like them. And then more therapy bills. Honestly needed to vent real quick. The lesson to any parents reading this is just co-parent. Don't stay together for the kids. It's not healthy. If you can live civilly together, even if you don't necessarily have a love for each other or want a relationship, I understand staying together for the kids, but if you're just going to be at odds and causing issues, wholeheartedly, OP, the 15-year-old is talking way more sense than either of these parents have. 
This is how, honestly, they get all of their kids to never want to talk to either of them after they grow up. That said, our final story of the day is, was I wrong here? I'm not sure if my mom is a narcissist. I'm not sure if I was actually in the wrong here. I don't know anything. My mom injured herself, I think, at the gym. She's been in bed saying she can't move. I made her food yesterday, brought her hot tea. I came up to wash my clothes and she asked me to hold a massager to her back. Although I'm in the end of my senior year of college and had so much to do on this Saturday, I did it for about an hour. While doing it, I also called her doctor for her, retrieved her medical record number she lost, signed her up for the app, as well as an appointment, and also got her in contact with an advice nurse. All while abandoning the things I had to do for the day, which I told her about. After it was all said and done, two hours passed. She didn't say thank you, but she never does. We decided to grab dinner. I bought sushi for us using the money my grandma gave me. She decided she wanted to ride with me to get fresh air. I should have known it was a red flag because she never wants to spend time with me, but whatever. I go and on the way, she asks me if we can stop at the smoke shop on the way back. She asked in a form of yes or no, so I told her no, I was tired. I had done nothing for myself or school the entire day because it was pretty tailored for doing things for her, which was draining. I wanted to get home and do something so I would feel less anxiety. Also, I hate when she uses me as a pawn to get her drugs and drug-related things. It just feels wrong, and I hate seeing her addicted to things. Since she framed it as a yes or no question, I said no. I began telling her why, but she said, okay, I don't want to argue. I wasn't being argumentative, but I said okay, and we drove in silence to the food place. I picked up the food and began to feel guilty. When I got in the car, I offered to stop by the smoke shop tomorrow to grab the drugs she wanted. Since I'd be going to the gym, and it's on the same street as the gym, I didn't want to, I hate acting as her plug, but I felt guilty for saying no, even though she asked in a yes or no tone. Her tone had changed and she started angrily saying, I just don't see the big deal in going now, it's what I want. And now she began yelling. I calmly said how she asked me and that's why I said no. She kept yelling saying it's what she wants. Now she was screaming at the top of her lungs. She said how she can never ask me for anything. How I never ever help her. How she's sick of me, sick of this crap and how I should wait and see cause when she dies. Then I blocked her out. I said, okay, I'll take you to the smoke shop. She said, no, take me home. I said, no, I know how this goes. I don't want you to be angry and passive aggressive with me for a week. I'll go. She kept screaming at the top of her lungs to take her home, as if she was so sad and crying. I was so anxious and conflicted. On one end, she acted like it was fine to take her home, and on the other, I knew she says this. But if I took her home instead of going, it would be pure heck for me. So I stressfully drove us while she continued the take me home trope. I cried silently and when we got there I asked what she wanted. Her voice was normal again, angry and irritated with me. She told me what to get and I got out, wiped my tears and tried to look the best like I wasn't crying and got it. When I got back in the car to give it to her, she snatched it from me. No thank you, no nothing. I got home and just didn't eat. I went to my room turned off the lights, and laid lifeless in bed. I felt so horrible. I felt so conflicted. I felt like I wasted the entire day. I was so intentional about planning. I made her food, 
T massaged her for an hour, scheduled her a doctor's appointment, a nurse call, all during the only free time I had. I sacrificed my one free day, never got told thank you once, even got her drugs when it makes me uncomfortable, and she claimed I never help her ever, and she can never ask me for anything. She also said she was sick of me, which to me implies I'm just a burden in her life. I feel really sad and depressed. I feel sick and anxious about the next few weeks, as I know it will be filled with passive aggression and hearing her over-exaggerate what actually happened on the phone with family members to make me seem bad. I feel sick and hurt. Should I have just said yes and taken her? Was I wrong here since she was injured? The petty side of me would like to see OP try and fire it right back at her, where they say, oh, I can never ask you for anything, you never help me. Give them a taste of their medicine, and for the next week, don't help them with anything. And pound that point in where they say, well, you say you can't ask me for anything, I'm gonna give you that experience. Maybe until you apologize and I'll start helping you again. It probably wouldn't actually help, it probably wouldn't fix things with somebody that's this entitled. But OP wasn't in the wrong here, and I think they were very, very valid in how they felt. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of entitled parents, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.